Hi, I'm Sarah Gadalla, and this is FinOps Pod. What is life? Hi, this is Stacey Case. <laughs> in studio today, my special request, we have Joe Daly as Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't even like that movie. Okay, how about this? Let's do our best NPR voices. Hello, this is Stacy Case. Hi, and I'm Joe Daly. And this is the FinOps Pod. FinOps Pod. Welcome. 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 All right, Joe, what's so, going on? Talk to me. Uh, you have some exciting, like, statistics to go over. Interesting things. All right, so at the end of November, beginning of December, I can't remember. It's all a blur. Time is relative. The whole Spotify rap thing. So, you know, you, oh, Spotify, yeah. it's the most fun marketing thing going on right now. Is They give you your year in review, tell you that you live in Burlington, Vermont. Or that, the, like... <laughs> is that what your music told you, is that you should live in Ver- yeah. Burlington? Yeah, Mine did, like, Minnesota. Minnesota. You're going to go live with Kim Weir, and I'm going to go live with Dave Van Hosen. What I did not know is not only as listener do, they, do I get Spotify mm-hmm. wrapped, but as a podcast maker, you get a Spotify wrapped about your podcast and how it was listened to. So, I, I'll, here, let me share my screen, and I'll share it with you, and we could review it, because it's pretty interesting. And since Joe's sharing the screen, we'll talk about what we see here since <laughs> Finoppers can't actually see his screen. This, this is great for the audio medium. So it, it says, says you're wrapped just here. In 2023, people are really done. feeling what you do. Sure. Okay, that's boring. I just want the stats. I know it takes, right? Let's take it from the top. So it goes over like what the top episode Ooh. was. And the top episode was uh-huh. Dina, Dina Solis. Solis. Building trust in Finops culture. Yeah. Also, it's the first episode, so I think people like you know are like, oh, I'm going to listen to all of these, and they start on episode one, then they stop. That's... Well, if they if they stop after one, <laughs> listen, good because that's a great that's episode a great... to listen to. We peaked at yeah. the beginning. Uh, it was streamed 120 percent more than average episodes. I don't know. I don't know what that. Dina, means. you're a star. It, Dina's a star, and everyone else. We're all just living in her shadows. Um, mm-hmm. new fans. Let's hear for the new fans. 81. I think we got a lot of people. Yeah, 81%. I was just about ready to say, I think we reached a really just a larger audience this year. And I think it's because you had enough under your belt now that we had, you know, yeah. quite the catalog to listen to. I think 81% of listeners discovered us and 18% of them started at episode one. <laughs> oh, so that's actually not that many. Only yeah. 18% started with episode one. Where did the rest of you start? I don't know. Let Joe know. Not me. How does it feel to have gone global? This is a really cool stat here. We were streamed in 61 countries. And the United States was the top country with a third of total streams. 61 countries is pretty good because Spotify is not in every single country. So that's pretty cool. Well, we really are spread out all across the globe. Uh, and I think this, yeah. this stat here, it says our top five countries, number one is of listeners. With new listeners. With new listeners. New is listeners. United States, then India, uh-huh. then oh, wow. United Kingdom and Germany. And then number five, Brazil. So that is, it's a, it's, 
that's pretty wide swath. That doesn't surprise me though, especially seeing um, India, Germany, and Brazil. We've definitely seen an uptick in community members from those countries too. Yeah. So it's nice to know that we're catching them on all levels. That's pretty cool to see. Yeah. What type of music do our list? You guys, we have so much information. We know what type of music you all listen to as well. Like your top genres. So surprising. Your number one music genre, pop, popular music. And then rock and then rap. And then we don't get any more data after that. Well, obviously mine is not on there. That singer-songwriter folk music. (laughs) That puts me into Minnesota for some reason. Uh, so this is, this is an interesting one because people actually share the podcast. Do you think they share? Do you think they share and say, hey, you should listen to this podcast? They're like, ugh, I can't <laughs> believe these people have a podcast. Like, look, how hard can it be? I like that you're like, they share us. And you're like, they love us. And I'm like, they're probably thinking, ugh, if they can do it, anybody can. If, yeah, like there's hope for everyone. 65% of... The sharing was done through direct link, which I think uh, is from our AIA episode because uh, they did a great job communicating and, and spreading that. Almost mm-hmm. 20% of the episode sharing comes from WhatsApp. What's up, Brazil? Because Brazil uses WhatsApp a lot. And most of well. Europe uses WhatsApp as well. Really? Everybody but the US uses WhatsApp. You want, yes, you want to know what's creepy? People are sharing mm-hmm. us via text. That's when they're like, you will not even believe what I just listened to. Yeah. Like, and not always in a good way. Anything. <laughs> oh, your most shared episode, Keith Austin, AIA's FinOps Adoption. Yeah. And that was. That's amazing. AIA was great to work with. We saw 88% growth in listeners, 123% growth in streaming, and 141% growth in followers this year, which is pretty cool. So lots of growth for the FinOps spot on Spotify. Sure. Okay. This is interesting. So we are in the top 10 podcasts for 638 of you who listen to us on Spotify. That's cool. You are a top five podcast for 448 fans on Spotify. That includes me. That FinOps pod was, was number five for me. That was on my Spotify wrapped. This is the one that kind of weirds me out. Drum roll, please. We are the number one podcast for 136 people on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we're not even the number one podcast for me. Yeah, I I make the podcast and I don't, it's not (laughs) like I told us to. So thank you to 136 of you. We love 136 of you. And we'll just let you guess who that is. Well, also, to be fair, Joe, they might only listen to this podcast on Spotify. Maybe they listen to everything else. This is only Spotify right. stats. Yeah. So they might not use Spotify for anything but listening to this podcast. That, that could be it. Because they have better things to do with their time. And and our top 136 of you listen to FinOps Pod nearly two times more than everyone else so there's 136 of you are like pure phenoptonauts that's pretty it's pretty awesome uh 80 of the listeners joined for the first time this year that's cool yeah so that's about done with the phenops wrapped that was pretty interesting now 
What's cool to know, that's just Spotify. And podcast statistics are a little weird because they're not consistent throughout the streaming industries. But Spotify mm -hmm. only makes up 25% of our downloads, which is really pretty interesting. Apple Podcasts being the majority, and then Spotify, then there's Google Podcasts stuff, and then all sorts of random podcast aggregators that people. Whew, I just use. fell asleep through all that whole conversation. Awesome. Well, stay asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you were reading the list, and like I'm not. It was all of a sudden. It was all of a sudden, kind of like a little force gun, like. Well, there's this type of shrimp. I went from this type Mrs. Of Doubtfire this to Forrest Gump. I'm the Forrest Gump. 100%. So we're doing 90s movies reference this week. Oh gosh, we just aged out of some people, I think. You're going to be going into 2024 with not as many listeners. <laughs> Next year's wrap is rough year for Finance Bot. <laughs> You lost 75% of your listeners, and it all pivoted around your last episode of 2023. Number one episode where... is still Dina Solas. No one else is listening. <laughs> ah, with that, Stacey. All right, so what are, what are we listening to this week? You know, it is the end of 2023, if you weren't aware. And I was talking with Anthony Johnson, also known as TJ, mm -hmm. last week. We were catching up and he was telling me how he was going to end the year and then start the new year. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. It's really cool what you got planned. And then the idea came to me. I was like, how about, because TJ is an ambassador. I was like, how about I just get, ask the ambassadors to just, you know, say what their end of year plan is, how they're going to start the year. Or if they just want to say happy holidays, happy new year to people, they can do that. Joe, before we do mm -hmm. that, how are you planning on ending your year? And what do you have planned for next year? Uh... I, all right, all right. Let. What are you trying to get me to admit? I'm getting a dog. No, I just or, thought. No, I just. I'm oh, getting a no, dog. Oh no, that's yeah. a good. That's how you're ending your year. Yeah. I was just trying to have you answer the same thing that they did. Oh. You, you said. <laughs> that was all. It was legit tie into what we're talking about. So I'm ending my year. We're getting a puppy dog. I'm very excited about that. Aww. It'll be sweet. Uh, I haven't had a dog in a long time, and I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna regret it. But no, dog is adorable. Love it. And then, you know, it's all about FinOps X as we enter ne next year. It's only six months away as soon as we come back in January. It seems like we have so much time, but then it goes so quickly. Oh my gosh. I am. Yeah. We also have Bar XE in Barcelona next November. So a whole lot of great events that I'm super excited. I'm super excited getting out there and seeing the community and how about you, Stacey? What is, how are you ending your year? You know what? We're ending our, I'm ending our year, my year, and I'm very excited to say that we as the foundation, as of right now, and I won't release the name yet because I have to go back and find it, we have surpassed 10,000 FinOps certified practitioners, which is- Shut the front door! Freaking amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm so excited. That, that was kind of a, this goal that we set and was very lofty at the beginning of the year because at the beginning of the year, just for folks know, 
Like we only had 4,000 people before 2023 that had earned their certification for a practitioner certification. So that meant we had to do almost 6,000 people this year and we've done it. Like you guys are a committed group of community folks and you didn't even know that was our goal. And, but that's just like the natural growth of the foundation. So I'm very excited by that. And then next year, I'm just looking forward to connecting more with the community through the different conferences that we have, but also we've got some really cool new training stuff out there. So excited. What are you laughing at? I just did the I, unit economics. I did the unit economics. You did the unit on FinOps okay. pod per FinOps certified practitioner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard math. 136 divided by 10,000. One point. Three percent. FinOps Pod is the top FinOps podcast for one point three six percent of FinOps certified practitioners. Way to bring it back full circle, right before we hear from the ambassadors. I am so proud of we you. We are so I'm popular. So proud of you. One point three six percent of people love us. Of you. I'm glad more people have gotten certified. I digress. Cool. So with that, Joe, let's do the thing where you say the thing and then we do the thing. We listen to the thing. Let's do the thing. Hi, I'm TJ. I just wanted to talk about the conversation I had. Joe Daly recently. And we were talking about kind of how things going, how's the year ending, what have you got on tap for next year? And so I wanted to share some of the things that I do big year end, right? So one of the things I do is I take a look at and see what were my goals for the year? Did I really accomplish my goals? I recently took a new position. So I had my hundred day presentation I did to leadership and we went through that together and see how far I got in my hundred day and pretty far. I think I got to like 97, 98, so it wasn't too bad. And then we had other priorities come up that took my time away from what I was normally doing. But yeah, the new position's great. I love being at NVM resorts, great people. And so one of the things that I did was this year, I wanted to leverage some of the assets that the Finos Foundation has. One of those assets is an assessment that you can do. And in that assessment, it's a tool that you can use that you can actually go in and say, okay, great. Where have I been this year based on capabilities and wherever I want to go next year, what targets do I have? And so it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool tool. So it starts with, you can pick any of the capabilities. So I typically choose somewhere between 10 to 12, because those are things that I find myself working on quite often is these 10 to 12 within that. There's five categories of stuff, like metrics and other things that you can select. And then within that, there's five levels of that. So you're getting a score that's across all of the different areas. What the result of that is, is it helps me understand and set my goals for the following year. So I said that I'm going to be doing automation with this uh, particular capability by the end of next year. And so. What do I need to build uh, from a process for to get there, right? So those are things that I use the assessment for to help. I also use the output of the assessment. The output of the assessment gives you some pretty cool spider web graphics. 
that I then take from the PDF and I go through the process of creating these slides that allow me to then go through and say, here's where we're at the end of this year. Here's where we're going to be next year. And I'm going to put some little narratives and context for this deck that's going to say, this is how we're going to get there. So this is where we're at. This is how we're going to get there. And this is where we're going to end up. And it really helps the organization and leadership understand what we're doing at FinOps. Because sometimes we're kind of that team that sits in the background sometimes that people don't always acknowledge or understand kind of what we do. And so this helps identify some of the things that we're going to do in the coming year. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Hopefully this is helpful. You know, one of the many things I do at the end of the year. And yeah, it's really super helpful to use that assessment. So I highly encourage everybody to do so. There's a ton of assets that FinOps Foundation has that you can leverage. So I hope you guys have a great holiday and have a good year. Hi, I'm Sarah Gadalla from Atlassian Australia. As we're wrapping up this year, I wanted to wish everyone happy holidays. 2023 was such a special year for us as we achieved a lot of important milestones in our FinOps journey here in Atlassian. I'm personally very, very excited about this coming year as our FinOps capabilities are maturing and we're putting more focus on areas like automation, managing anomalies and cost engineering. I believe I'll be seeing some of you in FinOps X in San Diego next June, and I'm looking forward to share more in person. Once again, happy holidays and happy new year to all. Hi everyone, it's the Grinch. Eric Larchick from Boomi. As we move into that holiday season, it would be an absolute shame if you were to go on vacation and leave your non-critical cloud resources on. You know what? I eat that for breakfast and I spit it out in the form of a cloud bill. In all seriousness, please be mindful of those non-critical resources that you've left online while you and your team are away while you are home feasting on those holiday meals, the Grinch will be feasting on those resources. Have a great holiday. Hi, this is Kim Ware with Target. And Ron Tatro, the accidental FinOps practitioner slash Yeti. In 2024, we have some fun things here at Target planned. We had some great success here with our public cloud FinOps practice. You may even heard us talk about this at FinOps X. So we are super excited in 2024 to unify our public FinOps capability with our on-prem environment and really establish that simplified billing capability for the enterprise. Another big goal that we're working on is building a new capability that will help empower engineers to take action on optimizing infrastructure utilization and eliminate aged or underutilized technologies. Ron and I both also have a goal to renew our FinOps practitioner certificate. And then on a personal level, I plan to find more ways to be creative in my life 
And Ron, what's your personal goal? Pretty much to survive. Looking forward to seeing everybody in 2024. Hopefully you make it to FinOps X. Hi, I'm Claudia Sefrin, the ambassador for FinOps Foundation in Brazil, and currently I am the FinOps manager at Grupo Boticário. 2023 was a challenge year, but a really great one. We managed to increase the Brazilian community, and that made me very happy. For 2024, I hope to continue working to bring the FinOps discipline to more people and evolve technical discussions. I'm also getting my professional certification, so I'm very excited. I wish you all a happy Christmas filled with peace, hope, and prosperity. And may 2024 be very successful for all of us. Hey, Penops Reality. This is Scott Lynn. Chevron's head of FinOps and FinOps Foundation governing board member, ambassador, avid FinOptonaut, and contributing member to the commitment-based discount working group led by Cade Ferguson from Liberty Mutual. Uh, we look forward to publishing our work very soon. Looking to give you all a recap of Chevron's FinOps program and some of the highlights. This year, we focus on implementing storage account lifecycle management plans, uh, which is basically auto-tiering from hot to cool to archives across all of our storage blobs in production and non-production. We implemented automation in our dev test environments, cleaning up dev test resources after deployments to production. So this automation runs in our DevOps pipelines. We added finance committed budget visibility versus Azure spend reporting and did a lot of FinOps training for software engineers working in cloud. If we leveraged the FinOps foundation for engineer training, as well as internal developed training there, we raised our savings rate 5%. So I'm super excited about that. And we also exceeded our internal savings targets by the same percentage. Needless to say, it was a good year overall for our FinOps program. Looking to next year, things that we're going to focus on is moving to spot in a big way, standardizing the SKU sprawl that we have in virtual machines, as well as storage and disk services. We're going to be looking to use less of premium SKUs, and we're always looking to drive more FinOps culture adoption and ownership of FinOps within the IT businesses. And that's a wrap. Thanks all. And I look forward to seeing you at a FinOps event very soon. Hi, this is Rachel Palmerosi and Brian Mothersoul from Electronic Arts. I hope you all get to take some well-deserved time off this season, and I can't wait to see you all 
at local meetups and at FinOpsX in San Diego in 2024. Make sure to take some time off, rest, and maybe have a little eggnog or hot chocolate. Can't wait to see you all at meetups and at FinOpsX next year. FinOptonauts, that is a wrap for our 2023 year-end wrap-up show. Another year of FinOps Pod is on the books. A big thank you to the ambassadors and friends who sent messages about their year and what they're planning to do for 2024, and for sending holiday and New Year's wishes. Big thank you to TJ, Sarah, Eric, the Grinch, Malartrek, Kim and Ron, Scott, Claudia, Rachel, and Brian. A huge thank you to you, the person there sitting with either your headphones on or listening to this in your car. Maybe you're one of the 638 of you that we were in the top 10 list of. Maybe you were one of the 168 we were number one for. Even if not, thank you for being part of this community. You help make it a really special place and make this just an amazing job to do. Thank you. We've got so much planned for 2024. I was writing down what's in store for the next year and going through that list, it's not hard to see that before you know it, I'll be sitting here again in 365 days, putting on another year-end episode. I hope. Time is going to fly. So with that in mind, before we start 2024, please stop and make sure to take some time for yourself. No one else is going to do that for you. Stop and take the time with those who are most important to you and get re-energized for the new year. We've got a lot of things to do and I want you all starting off rested and ready to go. All right, I hope you all enjoy these holidays and have a happy and healthy new year. Until next time, keep on finopsing.